Hello. Hello. All right. Now we're back, right? All right. Yeah. So, power cut off and I forgot about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the reason why it doesn't really bother me is because the fact is, at the end of the day, man, it's like I am who I am. Right. You know, and the thing, the thing that the bot, like, I know the, the Quran doesn't really have this and the, the, bot, the, Old Testament. I'm not, I don't know what the Old Testament is off the top of my head. The reason why they have the issue is because the fact is they like they, they say that it's made by God, right? Right, right. The Bible is not made by God. The Bible is made by man who worships God. Right. And that's why, as a man, as a person who I am, it's like, man, I can. It's not really hard for me. Well, you know, it's fascinating that you're calling tonight too. Because we, my wife and I were talking about this as well, because I was I was discussing like the nature of like the cognitive dissonance that exists within the Christian the religion, right, and how it's difficult for them to accept homosexuality. And my perception, and and I'm totally open to being wrong on this, is this Christianity ultimately at its base is a life, right? Like it's a, a group an organization a belief system that reinforces life and in the pursuit of lasting for immortality yeah right and so while it couldn't while everybody according to christianity is going to fall short we're all going to sin the notion is our responsibility still is to bring about life correct Mm -hmm. so if i'm if i am homosexual and i still don't bring in life into this world then is it the viol- is it the homosexuality that's the sin, or is it my negation and not re- and my responsibility to bring life in the world that's being denied? That's the problem, right? And I think it's easy now to look at it when we have mates and choices everywhere, and and for people to look at sexuality, I guess misconstrue sexuality and sexual behavior, mm-hmm. right? My thing, like my belief. Like this is my belief, and I could yeah. be completely wrong. Like mm-hmm. if I die and I go to heaven, like I go to the gates, and they're like, "Hey, you were wrong." Right. My belief <laughs> is, at the end of the day, it's were you a good person? Do you do you ask for get forgiveness? Because right. because the only like if you look at any 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 version of the Christian Bible, mm-hmm. it's it, they say the same thing. It's like, "Hey, do you ask for get forgiveness?" Right. And well, and the thing is, it's like at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, I've done the fucked up shit, man. Like, I I talked about this like a couple podcasts ago, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you about this because the thing is, I I trust you. Yeah, it's you know, I dealt with dead bodies, man. I dealt with like a five year old, like a six year old girl getting shot in the fucking stomach. Yeah, and, you know, that that hits people. Yeah, and the thing is, so. it's like it's the end of the day, man. It's like, was it my fault that she da- got shot? No, nope. So it's it's more of me understanding that you know it's like the world's not my fault. Like, yeah, we're born into a world of tooth and claw, and I think that people try to underestimate that. You know, and I don't yeah. want I. In, in this conversation, I want people to understand too is that the nuanced belief. I'm not saying what I believe about yeah. homosexuality. I'm talking about the difficulty of being a part of the Christian culture 
and doing that. Now it's easier in Christianity than it is in other cultures, right? But yeah. there's something that we have to look at. And, and one of my arguments against this, because I'm similar to Christian beliefs in many ways, but I don't consider myself a Christian because I don't follow the dogma to what the conclusion is that they want, right? But my argument is that we all have a position uh, to, to keep life going. And not all of those positions are just bringing about physical manifestations of life, but also it's spiritual also mental. positive. It's also spiritual and mental. That's, okay. that's just like, because the thing is, like, when people ask me about my religion, I say I'm Christian because I think I'm a group of Christian, right? Right. But I'm honestly probably more Buddhist than Christian. Yeah. Like, I'll just be honest with you. I'm probably more Buddhist than Christian. Right. And the thing that I believe is, at the end of the day, we are who we are. And I believe that, you know, you're a good person. But the thing is, like, the thing I love about you, man, is the fact is, like, I, I, like I saw your status, and I, I added one of my soldiers. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, because I was looking into uh, secular Islam, right? Like, I wanted to <laughs> study the ethics and moral principles, but I didn't want to come at it from my perspective, because that wouldn't give me yeah. appropriate understanding of the cultural relativism of that. You know, and dude's I just Dude's from Georgia, man. Like, he's probably the best person. Good, good. Like, but that's the thing, man. It's like, I really do respect the shit out of you, man. And I'm going to go to bed because it's 10 <laughs> o'clock and I'm tired. <laughs> I might be a little drunk. but That's okay. But hey, do you got any shows or anything you want to promote? Uh, not right now. I'm uh, on quarantine. So. All right. I'm, hey, yeah. hey, when you want to do your podcast, when you want to do the podcast with me talking about Christianity? Uh, give me, give me like a week or two. Cause I got a couple other things coming up and discussions, but I'm definitely interested in doing it for sure. All right, man. Yeah. I'll definitely let him, I'll definitely let my soldier know and I'll definitely do it, man. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. No problem, bro. All right. Have a good one. You too, man. Hello and welcome to the walk. Correction. That's the old, that's the old, that's the old title. It's the Walk the Walk and Talk the Talk with Eric Drager. And today, my guest is, well, introduce yourself, man. Oh, Jonathan Jover. What's up, bro? Oh, not much, man. So the way this is going to go is we're going to talk. Like, I'm going to interview you first, like, say where you're from and stuff like that. So we're going to start yeah. off with, where are you from, man? I'm originally from Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana. All right. And like I met you, well, I didn't meet you until later, but I met your, um, one of your, one of your, I don't know how you want to do this. So I'm going to say one of your, one of your, um, buddies, Johnny Hopeless at, you know, finish line. Like my, right. third oh. show. I, I don't know how you want to do that. But, well, Johnny Hopeless is, uh, from Jason and the Krugers. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of that for your first uh, introduction to me? My first introduction to him, it, it, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was weird. Because the thing is, it was, my, it was like my fourth or third show in comedy, man. It was my third to fourth open mic in comedy. And it was, it was kind of an eye-opener, man. Because the thing is, it, was like, it showed me 
like you, like Johnny Hopeless and Brittany kind of showed me as like, hey, comedy is not just me telling jokes. It's also like I can play an instrument and stuff like that. I'm not an instrument player, but I'm just saying it's like it showed me that you can, that they can do that. Comedy can be more than just telling jokes. Yeah, man, this was super gimmicky. I liked it. Uh, that was one of the things. And you know that whole character, yeah, has a backstory, but it basically comes from the horror punk band Jason and the Crew with a bunch of and whenever I move, uh, we still do video work and release albums. Um, from long distance, but it makes. I like how your thing says "Studio Profit." You there? Hello? Can you hear me, Johnny? And Yeah, the 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 connection's not really that good here, so this is the best I can do right now. All right, so what got you into comedy, man? Hello? Getting what was going on today and making fun of terrible things. You know, like I'm a big proponent of making fun of absurdity. Huh? And I think that the the goal of the comedian is the jester as well. Like as long as we're telling the truth, yeah. We're funny while we're doing it, people are more willing to accept what we have to say. Well, like, that's one thing that's one thing I've realized about your comedy is the thing is like you're one of those comics who doesn't really give a shit what anyone thinks about you. <laughs> you know, well, like that's, that's no, me being honest. You know, I mean, like, I come from a very weird background. So yeah. uh, I'm a big opponent. I'm a big believer in tribe of choice. Yeah. Because we exercise that in our uh, world now that we weren't before in early forms of human history. So I have, like, a, a wide array of friends from all different walks of life that I've had to cultivate since childhood. And because of that, it's offered me, like, a really strong foundation. And same thing, you know, like I had a very strong mom. And I guess it comes from that background. You just kind of have to find your way. And so, yeah. Like that's, that's the thing I like. Like I remember, um, can, I talk, can I talk about Johnny Hopeless on this podcast or is that taboo? Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 absolutely. It's fine. All right. I'm just making sure because the thing is I remember we were at Bar Kids. Like, hey, they don't know about him. Well, yeah, that's the different though. Like when it comes to the audience, like – that mention uh, of disbelief, right? Yeah. If they see me sitting in the audience and another set, then that's lost. And I'd rather, and, and one other thing too is like, the, I do Johnny Hopeless and those nights when I do Jonathan, it's, there. there's a clear separation, at least that I can tell that I've worked to develop that are two totally different personas. Yeah. You know, and Hopeless is a little more exaggerated. But, I want that to be just like the shock value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right? See a zombie come up. Like that's the reason why I was what kind of like, you know, wondering. But the thing I the thing I've realized about you is like even with Johnny Hopeless and you know you, it's like it's like, you know, you don't give a shit what people think about you. Like I remember one of your jokes is like, all right, I think us, I think we should all be able to say that word. One, two, three, necophilia. <laughs> right. Uh, 
And I, I like, love that joke about you because the thing is, like, that shows, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what y'all think about. Sorry. I'm no, no, no. Well, one of the things, too, is it's it's not that I necessarily don't just care. That's, that's, I'm going to play with people's prejudices yeah. and stereotypes that I know they have. Yeah. You know, or rather, that I can assume the average audience will have. And especially when it's something that's controversial yeah. or thought-provoking, you can kind of assume where people stand, especially whenever it's a heated subject. Yeah, because I remember we did um, we did that show together. It was we were you and me were both the right side because we were both because you grew up in the South and I was in the Army because that's you know that's that's progressive. We were like the Republicans and stuff, right? Right. And everyone else was like the like Democrats. And the thing the thing I've noticed about you is like the thing is like you want people to think about stuff. You're not right. really like I'm gonna say this. No, you're you're not Republican. Like when it comes to political, right? Right. You're more. Um, hey, I want you to think about. It. You're more like, if anything, you're like old, old school Republican. Like back in like the state should have more power in the federal government. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I'm really. I'm. I want a solution driven. I'm a solution driven person. Um, and this is another thing too that I like about comedy that struck me in comedy is you know like I, I study religion. You know, when I was in school, deeply, one of my degrees was religious studies. And I was always fascinated by group think. And what I see a lot, and, and one of the things that fascinated me too with comedy is there's this old biblical passage, and it, and it happens over and over again, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, mostly in the Old Testament. And the idea is like the, the prophet comes and he tells the truth, and people laugh at him. Yeah. Like, and I always took that in a very different approach, which is like the comics to me are the modern day prophets because yeah, they're really. the ones that go through, they see the, the absurdity in the world or the hypocrisy. And we try to make fun of it to bring it to your attention, but we don't want it to bring it to your attention in such a way that it destroys your world. Rather, it allows you to enter back in the world, face it, laugh at it so it doesn't own everything that you do. You know, like we have to laugh in the face of tribulation. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's the same thing as for me, you know, like I got stuck on the Republican side, but as you saw during those conversations, it, it wavered back and forth because it really is to me. Um, how do we balance? Yeah. Well, to be fair, like, be fair is like, even when they came to me, like, when they asked me questions, like, I went straight to like, hey, this is what I would do in the military. And the thing is, every military, like, True military is not Democrat or Republican. Right. It's military. Yeah, you guys are just about efficiency. That's the end of, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the line. Like I talked to my last podcast with a guy that I'm probably going to do another podcast of you after I'm done with the done with this podcast. Mm-hmm. We were talking. I was like, at the end of the day, man, it's like because my friend's black, mm-hmm. right? And I know we're having like a we're having a sensitive subject. And I told him I was like. At the end of the day, man, you should not feel guilty for talking to someone who is wearing the uniform. Right. Bottom line. Period. And that's what I was trying to talk. That and that's the thing. It's like I'm I'm, I'm not really Republican, but I'm not really a Democrat. Yeah. Well, I'm more. I'm more of what's going to help the country and what's going to help the military. Well, yeah, and I mean, like I had said before, I'm unapologetically American. You know, like. I, mm-hmm. I, 
and and I, I said this with my brother who was in special forces, and, and he and I talked because he's upset by a lot of things going on. And I just told him, you know, like basically for the me, the the thing I love about the country isn't all of its actions, but the principles that they uphold. So we can attempt to make the moral choices. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing too. And I know in the way the world is kind of dividing itself up basically because people are angry and bored and i feel i do feel like corona is part of the reason why this like like the country is the way it is right well now. i think it is because now it allows people to take hold and then um, and, and they're like they're actually doing something like instead of you know i'm gonna stay in my room and just sit here and just watch the news yeah and and also at the time, like a great tragedy. Think about this, right? We tried to implement the idea of social distancing, right? And yeah. but during times of tragedy, what do human beings do? We get very social. We want to be around. Oh, yeah. We want to be around groups that think like us. So what happened during this time is they found ways to justify it, whether rationally or irrationally, to socialize and group together in this time of tragedy. Whether it was an actual justified enemy or one that they were created, it allowed them an opportunity to excuse their behavior that they were wanting to do anyway to justify the actions that they're doing now. Right? Yeah. And it, and they can con- and and all sides can do that. They can attempt to justify it any way they want. That's what we do. But when it really came down to it is what one what happened ultimately people wanted to be together and so they just found whatever cause it would be to allow them to do so and whether whether it's to fight one particular injustice or another particular injustice they both linked arms just to to stand together in the time of tragedy you want like i'm i'm going to i'm going to do a side note you know one thing i one thing i respect respect the hell out of you about <laughs> what's that man did you call me back? No, I said, what's that, man? <laughs> my uh, headphones. But I'll call you, babe. Whatever. It doesn't hurt my feelings, babe. That's fine, dude. Whatever, dude. I'm buying. I don't give a shit. But anyways, the one thing I respect about you, man, is the fact is you see all this. Like, the thing, the thing I've noticed about you is you see all the sides. Because I remember the first conversation I had with you. Mm-hmm. It was you, me, Xander, and another dude at Zodiac, and we're talking about religion. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were like we were talking about religion and shit, and, and Xander was like, Xander was like anti-religion, and you're like, well, I understand where, you know, era, is going with because the thing is, it's like he believes right. that, and that's the thing. That's the thing I like about you, man. It's like the thing is. The thing about you is, like, you tell me what you believe. Like, I can tell what you believe as a person, but I can't. But the thing is, the way you believe stuff is not like, this is what I believe. You don't believe this. No, no, I understand. I understand. Well, I mean, you know, and I just, and I respect the hell out of that, man, because the thing is, not a lot of people do that nowadays. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm, you know, I was talking to our friend about that, Leslie, you know, and she and I were talking about, Comedy is that platform that I have outside of music, right? And ultimately, what is the message that I want to, besides like dick butt jokes 
you know, the easy low hanging fruit. And, and I'm yeah. not a super religious person, though I have a lot of uh, religious influence, right? And behavioral. Yeah. But for me, it's to promote individualism and to bring an end to collectivism. And that means if I can do it efficiently, my hope is to promote the greatness within each person in order for them to do the moral thing and have integrity while doing it, to do the moral thing yeah. around, right? Regardless of that group, because I always tell people if the only thing you can tell me about you is the group you belong to, you haven't told me very much about you at all. What you've done is you've attempted to obfuscate having an intimate conversation by allowing the label that you've taken on to speak for you. And I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to assume that because you're Christian, you automatically believe in the Trinity or that you're automatically against homosexuality. I want to know what you believe as a person and why you arrived at it. Because what I found. And, and that's the thing. That's the one thing I respect about you is because the thing is like, I, I, I have a self-conscious thing about back of my life, mm-hmm. right? Like, 90% of the comics, I don't think I got along with. Like, I feel like I got along with you. And the reason why I feel like I got along with you is because the fact is, you know, at the end of the day, man, you tell me how you feel. Yeah. And as as a Christian, I agree with some of the things you just talk about. Like, the thing is, it's like, you know, as a Christian... I believe that I should be able to forgive my neighbor, regardless of what he, what his religion is, right. regardless of sexual orientation. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, like, I guess this is the podcast I'm going to come out and I'm I'm bisexual, uh-huh. you know. So you should feel special. Which is gotta, but which, <laughs> well, no, that's got to be hard, right? To compare with the Christian dogma, and I don't necessarily mean the religious. Honestly, honestly, no, it's. Honestly, no, it's not. In, in 